episode 14 of the Fools on Hill podcast. I'm your host, Cal, and I'm joined, as ever, by Yanni and Liam. How are we, boys? Hi, Groovy. Groovy, baby. Groovy. Groovy, baby. How have our weeks been? Uh, okay. Long. Any difference yeah, to normal? I'm, I've been on late shift, so the days have felt never-ending, unfortunately. Yeah. But my days have felt quite normal, really. Just boring. Yeah. Very boring. Very boring. Very boring. How's yours? Wow. How's your week been gone? <laughs> uh, yeah, not bad. It's been quite quiet getting towards the business end of my year in uni. So mm. I have to actually start doing work now, which is pretty, pretty, uh, pretty bummer. But yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, welcome. Thanks for listening. <laughs> 14, eh? 14, one, four. One, four. Do you know something? Do you want some fact about number 14? Go on, go on. It's it's, it's two times d- seven. It's double seven. It's a half of twenty-eight. Wow. Are and you sure? Is, like, have is, you checked that though? It's the first two digits after the decimal for pi. If you want to know the other nineteen, I know them too. For some reason, no. not today. No. Maybe next Sorry. time. I'll do a pi. We'll do a pi I reckon. Special. I reckon for the next 19 episodes, you just say one of the numbers. Okay. Randomly. Yeah. And then we can... I mean, I'd just pick any number. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be pretty tricky, wouldn't it? The pie compilation (laughs) of LG. Yeah, make a new segment and make a little jingle for that. God. That would be a story, wouldn't it? To tell people (laughs) if we did that. Speaking of stories, what's the... Most important bit of news this week, everybody, of course, the thing we were worried about the most. <laughs> After that cliffhanger, we left it on last week. <laughs> we, we, we had people worrying last week. Lady Gaga's dogs have been found. Praise and they are be alive. to God. They're what safe. about the dog walker? Are they okay? I think they're surviving, yeah. You know, yeah, they've, I think they've been expected to have a full recovery, thankfully. Yeah, um, plodding along. Plodding along. I hope Lady Gaga's okay. But she's glad she didn't have to fork out half a million or whatever she offered. Was it that much? Yeah, yeah half fifty. Uh, no, five five hundred thousand dollars. Was it? Yeah. Jeez, money's nothing to these people. Well, I don't know. Last, if she, last week, you both said that she could have paid more. <laughs> yeah, she I mean, she could have for yeah. who she is, but that's still like just pocket change for some dogs. It's crazy. <laughs> Do we know? Um, was. Did she end up paying that ransom, or did they find... Uh, do we know any I more about know. the story? I did a really in-depth uh, Google search about two minutes before I came on Zoom, and it said that they were handed in to the local police, so I presume... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> who, yeah. who did that? A big Shot facade about nothing. Person. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Some, someone's been I like shot. I think they walked themselves in to the police station. <laughs> like, come on, we've got to go. <laughs> it's about time we went back now. Well, I'm very glad to hear that the dogs are safe and possibly also the uh, the dog walker. Yes. It's very good news. Been a rough time. Um, talking of rough times. Jesus Callum, Christ. <laughs> tell us about this next one. This is affecting you, is uh, it? Th- this is affecting me, yes. Of course it is. Um, Blossoms, their tour has been postponed until August slash September. I've got tickets for the Manchester gig, obviously. Um, it's now a Saturday night, so when was it meant to be? Um, I don't know. I think 
It might have been a Thursday. I don't know. No, I mean like oh, originally, <laughs> uh, like March last year. <laughs> okay, last yeah, year. So it's been a while. Yeah. Um, they they actually had to cancel halfway through their tour because of COVID. So uh, that's a problem. Yeah, pretty pretty much bummer. And but, have you been to see them before they cancelled? Because I'm sure you bought twelve tickets. <laughs> um, I don't actually think I did on the tour, but I did for the album launch. Of course, virtual, they did, on it. Um, yeah, they did that as well. But the actual right. album tour, uh, album launch was in Manchester, and I think I went in Liverpool as well. I can't remember at this point. It all Wait, did we go? I think we did. Oh yeah, it was me and you. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, now I can go to forty twos or venue or something on the Saturday. So happy days. It's worked out quite well on it. There you go. I'm there definitely too old for 42s now, though. <laughs> definitely. No, you can go until you're 42. That's the that's the point, isn't it? That's the, <laughs> that's the whole thing. Fair point. Uh, now, talking of postponements, from something that affected me to something that has deeply affected you two. Tell me about yes. it, boys. Mm, deeply. Well, I think me and Liam are both extremely worried that the lineup may change. Yes. Um, and... Oh, first of all, Primavera Sound uh, <laughs> postponed to 2022. Yep. I'm glad because it was extremely tight. Um, yes. And I hadn't, well, we, we, not, we didn't book anything for obvious no. reasons. So <laughs> it would have been hella expensive uh, to last minute try and find accommodation and shit like that and flights. But um, yeah, postponed to 2022. They'll find out the lineup on June 2nd, I think. I think that's when the, oh, so, okay. it was supposed to start on the 2nd or something like that. Right, so when it was meant to actually happen this year, it's yep. um, been po- postponed twice now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they're sticking to their dates of the beginning of June, I guess, and just they've just pushed back a year at a time. I mean, with the way things are going, we should be okay as a country by then. Hopefully, um, you've got a lot of faith in the Tory okay. party there. An awful lot of faith. <laughs> uh, you know, optimism. Um, I'm getting my vaccine tomorrow. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. First one, yeah, I got a text today. Wow, oh, well done. Mm. Thanks. I, I didn't well really, I didn't win anything. All. I didn't enter didn't any realize. competitions. <laughs> didn't realise you were over fifty. Well, it's because you died better. Uh, yeah, because I've got a problem. Yeah, I've got issues. I wonder if I get one for being colourblind. I'm also. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes, hopefully this will be going ahead next year. They're still calling it because it was the it was Primavera's 20th anniversary in 2020, uh, mm. and they're still calling it a 20th anniversary celebration, which gives okay. me hope. Gives me hope that Pavement will stay on the lineup as it was their 30th year anniversary, uh, their 30th year celebration. So hopefully they kind of stick together on that and stay yeah. on the lineup, and so does every other great band that's on it. Yeah, uh, Tame Impala. I really want the strokes. Yeah. As Tyler. If there was three. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tyler. I forgot yeah. about Tyler. Okay, there was four then. I was looking for the definitely going to be there. Then so I'll be happy. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I'll be able oh, to get, shit. get a ticket. Maybe. Yeah, well, that's that's something I wanted to bring up to the listeners of this podcast. Um, you must now hound <laughs> Cal um, to make sure he buys a ticket in time for 2022. Um, he doesn't know what he'll be doing. Don't you can book it off. He'll he'll be in Barcelona yeah, in June. Don't worry. That's for sure. <laughs> so hound him, please. Nothing to worry about. Get tickets. Um, <laughs> on the flip side, we have a festival 
Would you call it a festival? I guess so. That yeah. is going ahead. <laughs> well, I won't call it anything else. <laughs> well, I, I don't even know what it is, if I'm honest. Um, this I'll September, neighbourhood weekender. Go on, Colin. Uh, well, you kind of <laughs> you kind of covered it all there. Um, I went to the first neighbourhood weekender uh, two well three years ago now. It was very good. Second year, I worked there on the bar because the mm-hmm. ticket had gone. Well, ticket prices had just seemed to have gone stupid. Uh, and the third year, it has turned into Radio X's wet dream. Um, oh, every like indie, you know, well, just every. Cherry Radio Cinnamon X. is headlining. Cherry Cinnamon is headlining the Friday. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. I saw that. I saw this lineup earlier. I didn't realize yeah. it was the same one, but I did see it earlier. Yeah. So, Karis uh, and I looked at the lineup the other day, and there's probably about four or five bands that I'm asked about. Sports team are there. Inhaler are there. Yeah. Miles Kane. Revenue the Makers, Sam Fender, I think. But overall, it's so just... So the people that are always there are going to be there? Uh, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Some people will love that lineup. Like, that is oh, like, God, yeah. It's a so dark good fruit, dark fruits and bucket hat. <laughs> yeah. The 42 gang. Revenue the Makers are there? Revenue the Makers are sound. There's an echo in this yeah. podcast, by the way. Oh, sorry, I didn't realise you said they were there. The Wombats? Oh, the new stuff's not great. There's a lot of like there's a lot of good bands of their time. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like pigeon, pigeon detectives. detectives. Are they there? Yeah, oh, that was weird. They are, they are there, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a few of us, I guess, and then there's a quite a few of the uh, dog fruit variety. Um, enjoy yourself if you go. If it's still going ahead, September. It's a great. It is a great festival based on my two experiences there, but like the lineup is just very lackluster. Where show. is it, Carl? Where does it? Warrington. Preside? And there's Warrington. always train strikes, and it's just a pain in the ass. So, Great. get a hotel don't get or don't, don't drive. Yeah. Mm. So Next. that's all the um, festival news well, for this year. It is. Now we're going to talk about renting people the money. Um, <laughs> anyone else want to take over this? The ultimate mixes. Wasn't the last one the ultimate mixes? Yeah, it was, yeah. They're all ultimate mixes, um, ultimately. <laughs> Brilliant. Plastic Ono Band. <laughs> uh, reissue to be released April 16th. Released, or will be releasing on CD, Deluxe CD, Super Deluxe CD, Box Set, and Vinyl. Um, 50 quid for the vinyl, just so we know. Oh, are we talking like Double LP or? about it? Um, I th- it's probably a double LP. There was a really nice um, "War Is Over" poster, you know, like just the. Mm-hmm. But you can get them on Etsy for like nine quid. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, don't let that sway your decision on buying the the vinyl. Yeah, I think I'll give that a miss. Based on my experiences with uh, "Give Peace a Chance" <laughs> and how poorly it was pressed, I'm not going to go anywhere near this. So, sorry, John. I was just looking at the uh, the track listing on this one. It's actually it's actually pretty good, isn't it? It's a pretty good album. Um, it's a, yeah, it's others. a decent album, but it's some good tracks. Um, I'd be more interested in getting like an original one than at this point. Yeah. No, same. That's why I hold off getting any Beatles ones because I want to get like originals. Yeah, mm. I feel like I'd rather um, spend fifty quid on an original mm. than a reissue. Because well, obviously a reissue should should be, unlike in Carl's case, should be better to listen to. Yeah, I guess. But you also want the 
you know, collectability, the originality. Yeah, words. Right I've got quite a lot of original. the reissues of the Beatles, but I think I'm going to go back and try and get a few originals as well, especially Revolver. But that's going to be—they're just going to be white expensive, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they're okay. always knocking about in uh, not yeah probe. I got, walls uh, really high up. <laughs> yeah. I got um, Abbey Road and the what was it Abbey Road and the White Album in real in like this comic mm. book shop that's by the yeah. I never knew they records, they records. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they did. This was years ago then when this was. Um, oh, fucking hell. I never knew that. I, I, I got two for 15, both of them 15 quid, and they're pretty, like, they're not originals. Obviously, the White Album's originals are mad, but they're pretty I've, old. I found um, Mother's Milk, Red Hot Chili Peppers, like, original record in there. Bloody hell. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in there loads and never knew they did records. You're not looking. No. Yeah. Anyway, looking now we've got releases. Some modern um, music, like new stuff. Yeah. Uh, the first uh, one was an announcement from last week, but I thought we'd put it in <gasps> because the song was uh, released this week. So. Okay. okay. Saint Vincent album, Daddy's Home, out May fourteenth. Um. Yeah, we are going to co- cover a track later on. Next one we've got James, All the Colors of You, which is out the fourth of June. Um. Is there a reason why this is in brackets? I just I thought it was, well, it's produced by Jack Knifley, and I thought that might have been quite interesting. Who know. is that? Who's that? Uh, well, Jack Knifley did the really good remix of "Reason Is Treason" by Kasabian. You know, like um, the the one that isn't on the album that was the single that's really good. I don't okay. know that. No. Is it better oh, than the original? Uh, oh, much better. It's well, like heavier mm. and faster. It's great. Um. Well, pointless bit of information there, but if if you're interested, then uh, <laughs> it's produced by Jack Knifley. And the last bit of release news, Japanese Breakfast, which will also be covering a track off their album, Jubilee, announced to be released June the 4th as well. Mm. Um, June the 4th be with you. Yes, that, that famous <laughs> That's exactly saying. exactly what it is, yeah. It is. Liam... I don't know about you, but I'm kind of a little bit toasty right now. It is starting um, to warm up a little bit. I can feel a bit of mm. heat. Oh, heat. Coming That's a very good word. The, coming from the the press. Would you say it's hot off the press? Oh, I would. I would, yeah. Callum. Hiya. Callum. Talk what about the heat. Talk about the heat. Radiating from your ear holes this week. <laughs> it's not how <laughs> listening works, but you know what I mean. Well, I'd like to say my week has been carnage, boys. We're doing this again, Specifically <laughs> from Nick Cave and Warren really? Ellis. Or Nick Ellis and Warren Cave, if you were here last week. That's the correct way, yeah. Um, the email this... was about that. That was the right way of doing it. <laughs> um, it's important to say from the get go that this is. This isn't a bad cave, uh, a bad cave, bad seeds album. <laughs> Good start. A bad seeds album. Um, it was recorded in lockdown, and uh, Nick Cave said that the bad seeds are from all around the world, so it was just a Nick Cave and Warren Ellis collaboration. Um, lately, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds have been releasing very somber albums, obviously due to the death of Cave's child. Um, they've been exploring very bleak lyricism and musicality and all that jazz um but 
on this album, there are instances of the heavier sides to the Bad Seeds, which I love in their discography. Um, Hand of God and White Elephant are instantly two of my favourite tracks off the album. They're definitely now part of my favourite Nick Cave tunes of all time. Um, Slight spoiler, I considered giving the album a 5 out of 5 purely for these two songs. Mm. Um, But in hindsight, I've decided that's not a very clever way of reviewing things because (laughs) that's just stupid. Um, I think it is a great album, but I'm still longing for Nick Cave to do something heavier again. Um, I've spoke till the cows come home about the Austin City Limits performances um, of like Jubilee Street and all that, which are newer songs and they can be performed heavier. But I don't know on on studio albums, they just it's just kind of lacked something for me lately. Um, they've all been beautiful songs and everything, but just I don't know. I just want the bad seeds to, you know, be bad again. You know bad. what I mean. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'll be bad for you, Carl. Thanks, mate. Um, I'm seedy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there are there are elements in this album that uh, sound to me like the heavier side is still there to them and it's just waiting to be unlocked. Um, hopefully in a Bad Seeds album in the near future or a Grindman one, which would be even better. Um, overall, there's great poetry in the lyrics as always. It's nice to hear Cave singing a bit more rather than just doing solely spoken word, which seems to be kind of what he's done lately. Um, and overall, it's a much more compelling full release than previous stuff with some very high highs, and I'm going to give it a four out of five. Ooh. That is unheard of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not that unheard of. Um, it sounds like a pretty solid review, Colin. Thank you. Did you listen to it? Did I listen to it? I listened to, I'd say, <laughs> I didn't get to, I think I listened to no, like three songs because those songs seem to last forever. Yeah. That's been an awful long time. I mm. think with this kind of, um, you said yourself, somber music style, mm-hmm. which I think, even though this one seemed less somber than the live one that we covered, obviously mm-hmm. it's just by nature. Um, I think that these kind of somber musicians, if you will, um, are very kind of person to person. I guess I know that I, if I think of like Silver Jews or like Leonard Cohen, something like that, um, I feel like they often don't translate to other people as well as they do to you in a certain way. Yeah, and I, I kind of get that. I, I don't think. I, I definitely don't think this is an entry point into Nick Cave mm-hmm. at all. I think. Because I've kind of already got an affinity with his music, yeah, I've got a head start in this sort of stuff because I kind of knew what to expect. But, but yeah, I mean, if you if there was aspects to it that you liked, I can um, make you a little a little mixtape. But don't know. <laughs> Throw me together a mixtape if you want, Cal. Okay. I liked Red Right Hand. <laughs> I've never really listened to anything that's heavier, but that side of it seems pretty cool. But yeah, this was it's just not. I get it, but I didn't really enjoy it much, to be honest. Fair enough. Yanni? I didn't enjoy it that much, um, but yeah. unless you're madly in love with Nick Cave, mm. you have to be kind of in a mood for 
this type of stuff yeah. and I, I wasn't in that frame of mind to be enjoying this yeah um the musical aspects of it were beautiful um i know they've done lots of uh, soundtracks together haven't they mm-hmm. um and the music did sound very soundtrack e <laughs> bad way of putting it um okay. and I that, yeah go on what like a score yeah yeah um no no yeah um it was yeah the music was very score-esque score-ish soundtracky words that don't exist um but yeah, I just I wasn't in the right frame of mind to be listening to to this, so it didn't really sit well with me. Yeah, I, um, I, I understand that. I don't think I'd I'd put the whole album on very much, but definitely Hand of Gardens, White Elephant will be songs that I play throughout it, the year. It was quite heavy, quite a lot. Um, mm. But yeah, those are my thoughts. Four out of five, not bad, not bad. Yeah, what will? Mr. Godfrey here his. Oh. We, we'll sit and wonder, won't we? Mr. We'll sit Godfrey. and wonder. Well, you'll get to the answer soon enough, boys. Let's, here we go. Um, this week, I listened to Julian Baker's Little Oblivions. I'm going to start off with echoing what Yanni just said about Carnage, which was, I don't think, I was in, I don't think this was the right album for this week, if I'm honest. Julian Baker, I, I guess, is most is best known for her work in the trio Boy Genius with Lucy Ducas and Phoebe Bridges. Um, I haven't really listened to the, their music much at all. I've listened to the, quite a bit of Phoebe Bridges. I think the comparisons are very um, fair here with Julian's and Phoebe's music. In in the sense, if you like if you like Phoebe, you should give this a go. I guess. Um, but it is it's it's not the same, I guess. Um I enjoyed the album. It's very it's very kind of a lot of it's very slow. It's very her voice is very beautiful. Um musically sometimes it doesn't really go anywhere, which was a bit of a shame on some of the tracks. There were some elements in some songs um that I really liked, like in, in Hardline, the first track. Um the the singles probably stand out to me the most, probably Hardline and, and Favour. I like the crying wolf as well there's a, there's a few but overall the album itself as a full album didn't really go enough places for me i think she's a very talented songwriter the in terms of music the lyrics i haven't paid much attention much attention to which is my own fault uh which is my own fault but i, I haven't um but yeah, I liked it overall. The music, as I say, this wasn't the right week for this album. I just haven't. I needed something more upbeat to keep me going through the week. I've listened to it quite a lot, so I know that I like it, and I know what score I'm going to give it. Um, but for more of a deeper dive, I'm sorry, I can't give much more than that. And that's where I'm going to finish. Well, like the drops video. <laughs> it's more of a deeper dive. Yeah. Um, my score for that is a three out of five. Who sure Appreciate that one coming? Who sure? <laughs> um, but yeah, did have you to listen to it at all? Yeah, I did. What did you um, think? Um, I don't know. I thought there was parts of it that were more interesting than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But because they were very few and far between, mm. it kind of 
made the album seem worse to me than if it was just very generic, if that makes sense, because yeah. the potential was there for it to do exciting things. But it just yeah. seemed to just, you know, be like, flirt with the idea of doing it, be like, oh, I can do this, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm not going to. Yeah, there was the odd, like, guitar tone or yeah. uh, vocal melody or uh, chord progression or something that was really interesting, but they were, you're right, they were too yeah. few and far, far between, for sure. Hardline was definitely my favourite off the album, and as that was the opening track of the album, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to really enjoy this. Yeah. Um, and it was just very unmemorable. I don't know if that's a word. Mm. Um, I guess that is a word, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, um, I wish it knelt into the heavier and more emotional aspects, but it didn't. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was it was it was decent. Uh, if if it was my album, I'd have given it a three out of five as well. There was one song in particular that I actually thought it was Phoebe Bridges singing, which was strange because I didn't think yeah. that for any others. But there was one I can't remember the name of it, but it was literally carbon copy. There were a few moments where like. That was a, a lot more clear, I guess, the comparison mm. between their music. I wasn't expecting it to... I didn't go into this thinking I was going to be like Phoebe because they've worked together or whatever. Yeah. But I can imagine that Boy Genius... I can kind of see what Boy Genius probably is now. Without mm. yeah. considering these two are so <laughs> similar. It's it. probably just the same thing again, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't really know what else they have. Um, unless Lucy Dacus brings something very different. I've never really listened to her, her stuff, but... I missed off the song Heatwave. Sorry, I just realised. That's the one with kind of a nice guitar line in it. Um, but yeah. Yanni, did you listen to it? Not properly, no. I skimmed through, but nothing really grabbed my attention. So I wouldn't even really hold back to it unless, you know, you did, like you say, when it's a better time to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think I'd really go back to this. Why are you smirking? Just before we get into Yanni's album, there mm. is a bit of news that I missed from two hours ago. Okay. Now, I normally wouldn't do this. I'd just say it next week. However, I want your live reactions. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next next week, there is a song coming. Now, Liam, if, you, if, if I was to ask you... I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> who your nightmare collaboration would be? Yanni, same question to you, but I'll come to you afterwards. So get Does it, are we talking about any specific genre? or? Um, so it's kind of like... Is it pop? It, kind of pop, yeah, but guitar music and a rapper. We'll go with that. Oh, okay. Um, just give me two names, and I can absolutely guarantee it will not be as bad as the actual news. <laughs> so I'm going to say a rapper I don't like. I'm going to say like... Um... One of those generic ones, like Lil Yachty or something. Okay, one of those Lil, Lil rappers. Yachty and who? And I'm going to go with, just because you mentioned them earlier and I really am not into them, uh, DMAs. <laughs> okay, how random. That's just the only one I think <laughs> okay. of. One of those yeah. generic landfill indie bands. I would have said MGK. MGK, okay. Yeah. I don't mind his, he um, did some all right stuff. Or, or Youngblood. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, he was a rapper, I guess. Oh, am I right with Youngblood? Um, you are correct with Youngblood. And, <laughs> okay. And the rapper is KSI. I, I was, oh, fuck right. I, I was thinking <laughs> KSI, but I didn't think he would be the worst. But I did on KSI cross my mind for a second. And someone that's, called Polo G, oh, who I have no idea who that is. That's um, 
So oh, yeah, we'll be listening to that next yeah. week. No, um, I won't be. I- I'm taking um, next week off. <laughs> I think. I know. I think we should have a single spotlight for how much oh, you two are gonna hate. <laughs> um, while we're mentioning new uh, things as well, because we've got uh, new Drake tomorrow, apparently. Oh, oh okay. So that would have been something I'd avoid if we weren't doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But um, I'll be this that. I don't mind that Drake every now and then. Yanni. Um, Liam, hello. I want to know Hi. your thoughts what on your album this week. Okay. King Kizard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> With the album LW, which I can only assume stands for <laughs> Liam's Willy. It does. It does, <laughs> yeah. Yeah? No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, this is, I'm going to call it part two, surely, to the... KG, yep, not Kyle Gas. Um, record they released earlier on. Was it this year or was it last year? I can't even remember. Last year, it was the end of November, I think. I think. Oh right, wow, okay. Um, God, they're really leaving a long space of time. Slacking this, slacking so long. God. Um, yeah, had since this Uh, again, microtonal. You know what to expect. Um, I'm not going to go into the band because. You've heard all our thoughts previously. Um, so, track by track, um, Ooh, the first three um, are singles, aren't they? They've been released prior. Yes. Well, I mean, Plura, whatever, I don't know how you pronounce it, uh, was released on the day of the album being out as well, wasn't it? Or the day before or day something before, like that. Day before, I think, yeah. Day before, okay. But yeah, uh, If Not Now Then When, the opener. Um, I can't really remember what I said about these other ones. Because I think I was still kind of fed up with you, the KG release at the time. That you didn't like that first that one. You didn't like the first one, right? Um, I thought, um, well, let's carry through. Becomes annoying after a while, and it's not even a long song. Um, it's a good start. <laughs> so that's a really good start, King. Um, one, O N E, um, groovy. And does more interesting things with the microtonal aspects. Uh, love when everything drops out. There's a part where it's, ju- it's just a guitar riff, and that is a big fat chef's hug. Um, I did enjoy that thoroughly, and I think I might have said I enjoyed that one more than the other things, if I remember correctly, when we covered it. If not, well, who cares? Um, <laughs> the third song. Plura, is that how you pronounce it? Again, I think I mentioned this last week, that, or the week before, whenever it was. No, last week, obviously. Uh, I like that. Um, in the album, I don't know, I felt like maybe it was kind of like one of the weaker ones, maybe. Mm. Um, didn't really enjoy it as much. Um, a lot of these songs I've said I could do with them being like a minute shorter. Um, I know that kind of thing is that it's meant to be sort of hypnotic, repetitive, and stuff like that, but this one... Yeah, it could do with a, a minute shorter, but... Uh, and I was kind of annoyed by the next one, because it could have been a lot better. So I got, it was uh, Supreme Ascendancy. I thought, light everything but the rhythm. The, the drum pattern was just too much. So all the other instruments, but the drums, the, the, the pattern they've chosen for the drum beat um, was just too erratic too busy um i would have preferred it, it was more like a straightforward pattern it would have 
to me come across better but to you. that's not the type of band they are so thank you two drummers um yes i do know that. thanks liam yeah um just yeah i just i didn't like how busy the drums were in that song it really ruined it for me could have been a lot better had it um have been a more straightforward drum pattern um and then i grouped together static electricity and east west link because they didn't do anything for me um just they were your typical microtonal stuff apart from um they were acoustic um but yeah i mean nothing there uh ataraxia uh was again i just thought was just too long for me uh thanks liam liam needs a wee everyone if you're listening to I, that's the reason why i wrote it down so you didn't <laughs> And that's the reason why I said it out loud. Um, so I'll really drag this part out. <laughs> See me. It uh, was the same again. And just, just very. I'm. I know what I'm gonna get with these microtonal albums now. They're doing. Um, but then, then they went and did a reworked version of KGLW, which incorporates bits from the song of the same name from the KG album apart from there's a lot more Sabbath vibes mm. and stoner rock vibes so stoner um, which was very cool a very good change of pace um, there was a I think it was like half well not half because it's a long song maybe like two thirds in where there's like knocking at the door and I was listening to this like late at night and that shit me up I'm not gonna lie because I thought someone was knocking on my flat door um, but it was just a song but yeah again that one went on for a bit too long for me also I just I like the initial ideas but I'm not a fan of just it constantly being so repetitive mm-hmm. um, so I don't want to be harsh because, again, I did like the initial ideas. It was just to do a... If I was listening to it, I'd just skip it to the at the point where I've like I've had enough. Yeah. So I'm going to say three out of five. Mm. Um, but yes. Do you Very want good. to go for a wee before you give me your opinion? Well, no, uh, no, you no, go no, for a wee, Liam, and I'll... Uh, oh, okay. I could have given my opinion, but okay. Well, I don't want to miss um, it. <laughs> listen to the edit. Um... <laughs> No, how <laughs> long this podcast? <laughs> Don't be stupid. I actually quite liked the album. I think I liked it because I hated KG so much, and this was just a pleasant change. Um, but yeah, it was a bit monotonous when it tailed off towards the end. But that's a you know a feature of the genre, really, isn't it? Um, mm. the first half of the album was my favorite, <laughs> as opposed to the second half. You know, you know what I mean. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yanni, I see your points. Yanni, I want to know what you, how you compare this to the first instalment, KG. Um, I've not listened to the the first one apart from when I skimmed over it because when it got to the last track on this, I was like, I know the riff from yep. something. So I went back and realised that well, luckily it was the first song, so I didn't have to listen to the whole album. <laughs> um, so. I don't know, I think 
if I remember correctly, I've come away from this enjoying it more, but again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really put this on. Hmm. Um, I, I am genuinely annoyed about Supreme Ascendancy because if that would have had a different drum pattern, I really, really would have loved that song. <laughs> um, I um, I didn't notice a drum pattern, and Supreme Supreme Ascendancy is definitely my favorite song on this album. Well, it would be my favorite sure. as well. Probably but this week. It, it that song is me so off good. Yeah, I get. As I say, didn't know it to jump out. It wasn't a problem to me. So I guess all the other positives that you're alluding to, we're all He's done there. It. I think that's hey. one. Of hey, I think it might be one of my favourite songs of this year so far. I think that's so good. I think that's like a top wow. ten of this year. Um, for me, I, li- I went back and listened to KG. I listened to them in- all at once because then if you realise this, but the last song of KG goes into the first song of LW. Mm-hmm. So you notice how, if not now, then when starts with music, it's because it, you can play them one after the other, which is pretty yeah. cool. Um, and I, it made me appreciate KG more, not because LW is bad, but just as a whole package, it just seemed to work a bit more. LW is definitely a lot less kind of heavy throughout, although there is heavy moments definitely, but it's not as yeah, heavy. definitely heavier moments. Doesn't seem as doesn't seem as repetitive as KG as well. I thought. Um, I just I think I am. Sort of sick with these microtonal. I think that's it just part of the problem. Sounds very samey. I think yeah, with the microtonal stuff, you tend they tend to play the same kind of riffs. Yeah, with different notes, whatever. But it's it always kind of sounds the same, and it's cool what they're doing the microtonal stuff. It's the best kind of, it's the best mix of that eastern and western music that I've mm. I've seen for sure or heard. Sorry, um, but yeah, it doesn't. It's it's made me like. It's made me look forward to what they do next more, I guess. This is you like I've long to wait. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> and it also made me think that it'd be very cool if they you know like they kinda of do like, oh, we've released five albums in a year, we've done these two albums that are basically back to back. If they just said now, right, every album we release he can play in a row. Do you know like how KG and LW go into each other? Yeah. If every album from now just ended and the next one looped in, that'd be pretty cool. Just forever. What I'd, what I'd think would be pretty cool is if they went we're gonna leave it for a bit and actually, you know, do something new. But considering how yeah. much they do, though, oh very yeah, talented musician. Oh, there's no denying that, but mm. maybe they need um, to sit back and think about what. Yeah, I mean, something well, new. Kind of once you've heard one one song on this album, you've heard them all. I think that's what makes Supreme Ascendancy's kind of stand out so much. Is that mm. feels like very different, and I also really like the opener of Not Now Than When. Because that also feels very different to the rest of it, mm. and that those two songs are in a kind of space in in my head that I feel like they should go down. Um, mm. But anyway, mm. let's draw anyway. that one to a close, so you can go and have a tinkle. I'll go and have a tinkle. See you in two. Now, for the listeners, that will have been seamless, but for us, that was an eternity. How was yes. your piss, Liam? <laughs> are we doing this is this recorded are we saying this uh, 100% is this is staying in I assume yeah, you've yeah. just been um, have you, you keep up and you've been saying yeah yeah. yeah. no we're not going to keep it are you it. cutting your bit I off? don't know oh yeah yeah but it'll be, I assumed yeah. you you would stop after um, okay uh, how was the piss it was good it was very clear it's good good time oh, good hydrated oh, well done yeah. pretty um, hydrated guy sensing a couple of litres a day you know talking go. talking of piss uh, last week we missed, <laughs> we missed a Green Day song called Here Comes the Shock um, I say missed. I think we all did this on purpose. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're, we're very lucky. Actively avoided. Uh, I was telling Yanni in the little interval we had then that I have found a YouTube comment that has perfectly encapsulated Sunned. the thought I have of this song. Would you like me to give you that now or at the end? Please. No, right no, now. No, please, right now. Um, okay, so Ryan Minton Drums commented on the YouTube video saying, I feel like this is a Nickelodeon song uh, show theme song. And, okay. oh my God, listen to it again. And it no. is... Well, no, never, never listen to it again. But um, it is absolutely bang on. Or I think someone else also mentioned it being like a song in the background of a Scooby-Doo chase. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's absolutely I right. agree with that one. I think all yeah. Green Day's right, though. Um, I somehow lasted the duration Could of the song. Be, yeah. And I'm never, ever going to listen to it again. <laughs> oh yeah, I, th- I think we um, we're better off leaving that on there. <laughs> I think I want to say could... I want to say it wasn't as oh. bad as I expected. Oh Liam, from 2021, Green Day wasn't as bad as I expected. The to lyrics and that were really bad, but musically it was very standard Green. What I think of as Green Day, I don't have very high expectations anyway. Yeah, to be fair, I've never liked Green Day, even when people yeah. claim them to be good. Mm-hmm. I I do never like. I did like a couple of. Green Day songs from American Idiot and that album, I mean, and then the one after one, the one after that with like Twenty One Guns on, a couple of songs I like there. Um, but yeah, this song is uh, yeah. it's a shocker. Really bad. Um, Talking of so, uh, American Idiots, what's next, Cal? Um, what's next is You're Australian band. Idiot, I, think, I think that's. What <laughs> I'm pretty sure these are Australians, so I have no idea where you're going I was with that. Um, Flying Colours yeah, have released uh, an album, Fantasy Count- Country. I nearly said County, because I've spelled it wrong. Country? Um, I saw this on Facebook. I'm in a ride like fan group, and they're a shoegaze band. So Ooh. someone said it was a shoegaze album. It was all right. Uh, nothing really stood out too much. My two favourites were probably Big Mess and this one. Um, I don't think I gave Which it one? enough of a go. Ha ha. Uh, I don't think I gave it enough of a go. It was kind of on in the background. I'd put it on again because I did enjoy it, but I mean, it didn't, you know, didn't, didn't, change, it didn't change my day, you know, change my world. Did it offend you? It didn't offend me. Not like Green Day did. <laughs> I only... Well, I'm not going to lie to you. I, these two things here, these two ones, Green Day and Flying Colours, they, were they like at the top yeah. before mm-hmm. we started recording this? Sure. Because completely uh, did not see these until you said to hit record. So I've been listening to them in the background. Um, the only track I've listened to from the Flying Colours uh, album is Good Times. Yeah. And... I don't mind that. Yeah, that's um, that's how I feel about the whole album. I don't mind it. It's nothing amazing. It's good though. Yeah. Don't know. It's difficult to be to stand out in shoehaze. Yeah, I agree. really isn't it? Yeah. Um, unless you incorporate other sort of styles in at this point now, anyway, because it's all been done, isn't it? Mm. So, um, Liam, mm. did you listen to this or not? No, I just listened to literally two seconds of it and it was exactly what I expected. Yeah. Well, there you Fair are. point. From what you were saying, yeah. Liam. Fair point. Yanni. Your 
a beautiful human. Uh, <laughs> and when you walk, it's a thing of beauty. That's true. So thank you. Speak for speaking the truth. Uh, I think you're alluding <laughs> to. You've already done it. This track and yeah, but every time it's a when double dab. I mean, double dab. <laughs> Wet that page. So Marianne Faithful and Warren Ellis, same Warren Ellis of uh, of Carnage from yep. Nick Cave and Warren Ellis. Yeah. Released his uncle. She walks in beauty. Now this is all a, it's all spoken word, isn't it? Yep. Didn't know that until I put it on. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, and I'm assuming Warren Ellis did the music. I actually quite liked it. I had many thoughts while listening to it of what I wanted it to do next. A lot. And I thought, and oh, that you should do this with the piano, or this should happen. It felt like a very good, a very good starter song if you're like a musician to kind of add stuff to. Um, and then it just kind of ended. It was very far, uh, very quick, wasn't it? Like only two. Minutes. Very quick. It feels like it should be like the sixth song in an album, so it's a bit weird. Is this like a first sing? Or what, is this just a random track they've done? Or I'm not 100 sure. I think it's from an album that they, they're doing together, but I could have made that up. I don't really know. I've never heard of. Well, I feel like I've heard of Marion Faithful, but I've never heard of Warren Ellis before this well, week. Well, Warren Ellis is in Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Like, oh, he he's has, in back. He's one of the Bad yeah, Seeds. Yeah, yeah, he does. Oh, okay. He has done other um, collaborations with just Nick Cave. He, he's the one. Jan, you know when I've done that, showed you the Austin City Limit videos where he starts the tiny guitar. Yeah, and starts playing violin midway through, and he just seems like an absolute fucking nutcase, yeah. mad talented. Um, yeah, so I think he's obviously done the composition on this. Hmm. Nice yeah, one. my thoughts were that um, not something I'd listened to, but the soundscape hmm. was beautiful. Keywords. Yes. Oh. Soundscape, what a. Fa- Do you know what, Yanni? Thumbs up for you, Fun. mate. Thumbs up. Oh, I'd give you a where? gold sticker, I would. Um, yes, I, li- I really, really enjoyed the music. But yeah, spoken word didn't doesn't really do anything for me. Again, sounds like a soundtrack, but hmm. um, I think that's just Warren Ellis' cool. star, uh, style in it. Uh, it must be probably because, because of the, that's what it keeps on doing. Probably because of the strings, I can imagine. Hmm. Yeah, they do send off like a more cinematic effect, don't they? Mm-hmm. When they're being strummed. <laughs> Next up, we have <laughs> Ben Howard. Still failing to excite with Far Out and Folly's Fixture. Yes. I want to say... There was... Go on. What? No, go on, Yanni. No, no, go. no you go. No, please. I'll go. Uh, Far Out was probably the most interesting of the releases so far. However, oh. however, that is not a compliment. There was two songs. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I quite I quite liked, quite liked Folly's Fixture too. But mm. they're both they're just pretty shit in the grand scheme of things, aren't they? Yeah, I would say I've noticed both of these had weird timings, I think, or at least what I was doing was kind of weird. Folly's fixture was standard for the other two that came out so far, both of which uh, crow hosts meme and what a day or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, far out, I quite liked the first time around. I was like, oh, this is this is really quite a in- bit more interesting. This is a bit more old. Ben Howard, I quite like it. I quite like the constant, like there's no chorus to it, but I quite like the constant. Well, I don't know if there's any classical chorus, but the constant lyrics and what have you. Um, constant. If that makes sense. 
second time round, I thought, oh no, this is pretty boring actually. Uh, this isn't quite as interesting as I thought. <laughs> but of everything so far, it's definitely been the most uh, interesting thing. Um, well, I didn't realise there were two songs because I'm an idiot. Um, so before the recording of this, I listened to Folly's Fixture and I've just put Wasted Potential. Yep. Um, I'm sad for you that you listened to that one first. I, I, I've i actually put, I want like a club beat behind it. Yeah, see, it there sounds was, like it could be a good remix. There was a, there was a nice synth sound that was in it. Yeah. And th- just it really did not lead on that. You know what I mean? It was just there. Yeah, it doesn't go anywhere, which is the problem with all these songs. But yeah, I would really actually would like to see there's going to be a remix of that particular song because yeah. it would be really good if it was like... <laughs> I agree with that, actually. It almost sounds like that's in the background. Yeah, but it's not, is it? And that's annoying. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a long album, by the way. Um, but yeah, Far Out, only just listened to just then, as you were speaking, and I kind of like that, but I have a feeling that, again, because it doesn't go anywhere, having skimmed through it, that I'm going to hate it the second time around. So, um, the difference, Ben, do better. The difference of to say Far Out is, although it doesn't go anywhere, it at least keeps going. If that makes sense? There's, mm. there's, there's stuff throughout where some of these songs just sound like yeah. empty soundscapes. <laughs> oh, my way. Um, shapes, soundscapes, and shapes, ovals, maybe. New track <laughs> from uh, Stephen Fretwell, and the song is called Oval. Can't tell me about Stephen Fretwell. Um, did he do the Kevin Stacy theme? I don't. What do you mean? What, what do you mean, what? Kevin? <laughs> Sorry, is is. Is, is Stephen Fretwell not sing Run, which is the Gavin and Stacey theme song? Is that not him? Actually. He did. Well, yes, did I thought that. Thank you. He sung Run. You said the Kevin sure. Spacey thing. Gavin no, and Stacey. Not. Oh, I wish we know Kevin you Spacey. love Kevin Spacey. <laughs> well, we did you think you said that? Uh, we were both shocked. Oh, Kevin and Stacey. Oh, we said Kevin Spacey. I was also so confused. <laughs> we don't mention that name. Well, yeah. well, we've done it quite a bit then. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. It's not really for me. This song, pretty boring. Yeah, same. Did not like this. Next one. Um, do you know um, he did something? He played bass for um, Last Shadow Puppets on the first album, I think. Well, I never. I did not know that. There you go. Little fact for you. Uh, pretty boring. Uh, it's got an alright voice. It was alright. Yes. Yes. Wow. I'm just so full of life. Come join me in life by trampoline. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, spoken word again. No spoken I word. I yeah. don't get this obsession with spoken word songs. I, it's not for me really. Um, this is l- like very music, spoken but... word. Though. Like a lot of bands lately are doing that sprakgesang thing, which is a kind of mix of spoken word and singing. Oh, he but he this... knows the name of it this week. I know the lingo, <laughs> but this one is literally like a poem, isn't it? Yeah, it, well, it reminded um, me of yeah. um, the beginning of the song from the beginning of Train. Uh, no, sorry, the beginning of Train Spotting when Renton's talking about choose life, choose a job, choose. Yeah. Well, Jack Jones, the lead, well, the lead singer of Trampoline, is also a poet. So quite a few of their tracks are spoken word poems. Makes sense now, doesn't it? Uh, obviously, this that is one of them. Um, I thought the the message of the song was as nice, you know, like it was a. You know, just like live your life and you know do what you want. 
Mm-hmm. But um, I thought in times it was a bit, you know, stereotypical of that message. But um, yeah, a bit wet. Yeah, a little bit. But um, I thought I thought it was enjoyable. I mean, I, I don't think you've ever listened to Trampoline before, the boys. Welsh, aren't they? Where they are they from? Is from Swansea or something like that? They are from Swansea. Yeah. Ah, bingo. Girls. Um, um I, yeah, I quite liked it. It reminded, as I say, it reminded me of like the beginning of train spotting, or or like it could be on like um, this is England. It's that kind of time. Yeah, I kind of get that. If you if you like this spoken word style of his, uh, listen to artwork of youth, which is on their album Swansea to Hornsey or whatever that's called. Um, that's quite a funny, quite a funny poem. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Talking of, um, I can't think of anything. Remy Wolf, nope. um, her song "Photo ID." New version this week with Dominic Ficon, I think this I think that's how this has worked. I think he's joined in and added himself into it. Yeah. What do you think of this one? It was a good pop song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been better to release this more towards the summer. Yeah. Well um, the the actual the song was released last year. I don't know when it was released. Oh. But Dominic Fike oh. has just come on it. But um Right. Why does the singer sound like she's about seven? That's probably why she needs photo ID. <laughs> oh, what a double act. Mm. Um, <laughs> I wasn't really mad on the Dominic Fike edition, but I don't I didn't know the song without him, so like that's you know, I get that's a bit of a pointless comment. But um I did quite like the song in general. Hmm. Yeah. No, the song was called Photo ID, not in general. <laughs> that's one of the Um I Really quite enjoy it. I thought it was quite funky. Um, mm. The vocal melody, where's that from? Photo ID. Remy No, it uh, it sounds like something else. I can't think what it is. Something like the eighties. That particular, oh, that particular line. Oh well, um, I don't know about that, but uh, the guitar in the background reminded me of "Senorita" by Justin Timberlake. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but yeah. Yeah, you're right. Actually, it does. Um, is that kind of flamenco yeah, style? Right um, yeah, yeah. I quite like the. I quite like. I thought it was quite funky. It'd be a good like um, prize song. Hundred percent. Um, I think Dominic Fike's edition was fine. Um, yeah, kind having of not listened in. to the original, I don't know if it if it's a bonus or not. I, I guess that's the yeah. I don't know if it's a bonus or not, but I think it, if it came out like that, that would seem fine. Like yeah. that doesn't. Mm. Um, but yeah, quite a quite a funky little tune. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Tell, tell you what, if you go into a club with some form of ID, um, sometimes they charge you, <laughs> so you might have to pay your way in. Um, hey. which can be a bit of a pain <laughs> if you don't have a lot of money. Uh, St. Vincent, everyone. St. Vincent has released new song Pay Away in Pain today, about four hours ago. Um, personally, I love St. Vincent. I think she's great. Very interesting artist. And I really like the aesthetic and the sound this album seems to be heading in because it sounds enough like St. Vincent to you know, stay true to her as an artist. But it also seems to add new influence and new direction to keep it interesting 
and based on this track i can see this being one of my favorite releases of the year wow i know wow i know just stylistically just very me i've just put scissor sisters (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) wow yeah that's what i got from it yeah I don't That's know fair. what it was, but really strong Sister Sisters vibes. And before, guys, when I was saying, how do you spell that? I've realised I've not had to spell the word scissor in a long time <laughs> and really struggled to spell that word, which is a problem. Wow, sorry about that. It's all right. I, I mean, it's Skizzer. Skizzle. Skizzle. Yeah, see, I should have done that. Um, I have liked St. Vincent I guess in the past I've never really been massively into it there's always something that kind of I don't really like about music so yeah. something something there I don't know if it's a, it's kind of almost like pretentiousness maybe but I think it not, might be that not yeah. quite that yeah, I've always some, been put off like something about the vibe I feel like I should it's one of those like artists where you should like them yeah and I think that is like no, don't tell me what I should yeah, like. Yeah, I guess so. I think it might be that more than anything that's put me off listening to any more of her yeah. stuff. But yeah, that, this song seems pretty good. Uh, I'd be interested to see what the album's like, and I guess the style, like the album, well, the, the single cover at least with her like blonde hair and stuff. You can, you kind of, I kind of feel a vibe where this album called Daddy's Home as well. I kind of get the vibe where it's going. Um, it could be interesting, but definitely hmm, we'll see. Um, and our last one for the week saving the best for last in the heart of the press is Be Sweet by Japanese Breakfast mm-hmm. what do you think? It's a bop. funky as chips it's a bop. is what I've put yeah um, I have pre-saved this album now um, because wow. of this one song that is a very wow. I've not bought it I've just, I've just added it to Dana's um, <laughs> but yeah no I really like this it was yeah it was funky as all hell. Yeah, very much enjoyed the opening riff. Yeah. The bass, the bass line. Yeah, good. the bass line is um, bass what is nice. Are you currently listening to it? Everything's, uh, everything's pretty good. I'm looking forward but, to it. I've never listened to Japanese Breakfast. They've been around for a while, I think. Am I right sound, the vocals that? sound quite 80s. Yeah. yeah. I think because of the reverb on the, the vocals. Um, but the rest of the song doesn't apart from that but it just sounds very good I'm very excited to hear the rest of this now when this gets good, released be good album. yeah talking though of good albums we've stopped talking about all the good albums because up next we have we have an album and it's 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 burning my eyes it's just it's so I think you so know what that bright. might be someone's gone and left that bloody spotlight on again haven't they oh they have, what it is. they have the bloody album spotlight he wants to stop <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of us wants to go can't you just tell us and then we'll be done right yeah. um, Maximo Park nature always wins it's Maximo in it <laughs> oh yeah whatever um <laughs> See, I don't think the album is necessarily bad. Good. Oh. No, I don't think it's necessarily bad. There was no there were there were no songs that I actively disliked, but it's just very mere. Mm. Very one dimensional. 
exactly what I thought the album was going to be. Um, I had a problem with um, the first single that they released. Is it I Don't Know What I'm Doing? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Clearly. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, where the vocals were just so buried in the mix and it just sounded like it was so poorly produced. Um, and that's kind of a problem I have with the whole record, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say, but saying that, I would say that was probably my highlight, along with all of me, despite the fact that it's extremely, extremely wet. Um, <laughs> I, see, I don't want to just come across like I'm being harsh for the sake of being harsh, but it's just not very good, is it? Doesn't bring anything new to the table. No, no. I think that's the nicest way we can put this. But I also don't think it really stands out in what's already been done. I think so... having ne- having never heard Maximo Park before, I would assume if you're a what? fan, what? have you never no, heard no, of Maximo oh, Park? I, no, sorry, I've, I've heard of them. I have heard of them. I've never. I can tell you a song of theirs. So you don't know, like apply some pressure and um, yeah. pass velocity. Oh, you've definitely heard. That riff rings a bell. That ring, riff rings a bell, but I I wouldn't know them from a bloody uh, John Abbott. Whatever that is. Um, okay. Um, but I would say if you're a fan of Maximo Park, I would assume you'd be pretty ha- happy with this album. Well, it's funny you should Am say I wrong that because I would have. Because well, who is a fan of Maximo Park in 2021? Is is well, more my that, point. That's a fair point because mm. I really like first album Maxima Park Graffiti is one of my favourite like you know mid noughties tunes um, Books from Boxes from the second album as well is a great great song but since that all pretty meh um, it's kind of what we said about Neighbourhood you know it was an indie band who was good in in their era but it yeah. seems to still be kicking about you know so not the band The Neighbourhood Never, never oh, they were they were never good. <laughs> never good. No, but I don't know. It's just a bit very generic, very boring. Yes. And what's his obsession with virgins? I just don't <laughs> get that. All these virgins of you. The virgins of you. That doesn't even mean. But you love you love oh, saying that. That's... There's also one song where his accent one. becomes very strong. Yes. I can't remember which well, one. Yeah, his 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 accent is quite a. Uh, Theme in his his vocals. There's just one of them where suddenly he's like extremely Scottish. He's not Scottish. He's not Scottish. From Middlesbrough. (laughs) Oh, is he really? Uh, Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're from Middlesbrough. Maybe Bolton. I don't know. I got Bolton vibes because I was like going to say one of these sounds like Adams just started singing. Oh Um, yeah, I get that now. You're saying that for some reason I defaulted to like (laughs) do it from like Glasgow or something. I don't know why. Newcastle-based band. Uh, the lead singer is from Stockton on Tees, wherever the hell that is. But I think he's a Middlesbrough fan. Yeah, he is a Middlesbrough fan. That's right. Uh, yeah. Which is why I got Middlesbrough from. Oh well, I'm all, um, well wrong. I made three points. Those were opener was instrumentally all right, but his accent just made him saying the title of the song irritating. <laughs> That was partly of my making. That was the name of the song. Um, then I've just commented all these virgins of you. Um, and then the next one was just no more for me, thank you. So, so yeah. with that, mm. let's wrap up our shortest ever album spotlight segment. 
Is it? <laughs> With We've some ratings. It's almost got to be the, the shortest. With some ratings. I'm going to kick it off with a very solid 5 out of 10. <laughs> bang, what? bang in the middle. Spot on. Yanni, what are you saying? Uh, no, it's not how it works, mate. You're next. I forget. I hope that you, sometimes you forget the uh, the order of these things. I'm going to say... I'd say 5 out of 10. I, it's it's just bang average, isn't it? Yeah, that's bang average. I don't think it's bad. Like bad. Apart from the mix, the vocal mix is, isn't great at all. But if you... Don't care too much about things like that. Musically, bang average. Four out of ten. Okay. There Go we have it. Get, them, get the maths out. A get total score. Hang on, guys. A total score of fourteen. Wow. It's written in the stars. Written in the stars. <laughs> <laughs> Episode fourteen. First time I didn't notice. So, mode. what are we looking for? The mode I'm now. On, I want the mode right now. It's five. I want the median next. It's five. And then I want the mean now. It's 14 divided by three, which is what? 4.6 recurring. And those range fans, which aren't going to be happy at all, like usual, because they're miserable sods, <laughs> what they hit in. Again, a measly little one. A little wiggly, <laughs> wiggly one worm. And laughing term. at those range fans. Ha ha ha. Get a new hobby. Now, Liam, we've got some good we've news for you, my hobby. friend. Come you can put your arm away for a few more minutes because we've got a new segment. <laughs> oh my God. And it's called, very cleverly named, Unsigned, Sealed, Delivered. I'm yours. So this is a new segment that we are incorporating every now and Shock. then into our ever-changing you podcast. That you need to pay more attention. <laughs> um, it is where we're going to shine a light on some unsigned bands sometimes they will get in touch with us sometimes it will be stuff that we listen to off our own backs and talk about them and give them a bit of a boost to our you know plethora but of really, followers um, get in touch with us is the main takeaway yeah. from this yes, if you're stuff. an up and coming band or I don't know you just want to Get out there a bit more. Um, then email us. It's falls on a hill. Blasted everywhere. Falls on a hill podcast at outlook dot com. I think. Yes, that is very the one. Classy. Um, or send us a message. But on it is Twitter's or whatever. Yes, all of those places are very nice places to see us. Um, yeah, we've been sent one already. Um, we have the first band on this new segment. The prizzy, <laughs> pretty visitors. Good start. He's messed that up. Good bit of a um, promo for them, getting their name wrong. It is, yeah. <laughs> no prize, you can guess what that We could have just cut that out, but not anymore. The pretty visitors with the track Western Skies, mm-hmm. uh, which is <clears throat> uh, out March 12th, I yeah. believe. When will that be um, in comparison to when this episode's out? On Four Friday. Days. Good question. You Four days on Monday? It'll be out on Friday. So we've been lucky enough to get sent this early, obviously, um, to listen to it along with the press release. So I'm going to just go through them, and this is what we'll do moving forward. If we haven't yet more bands, we'll just give you a quick run-through of them. Tell me about them, Um Tell me more. Well, I mean, if you shut up, I will get to that point, Liam. <laughs> um, band of Four. 
I'm not going to name them all. Um, from the South Coast in the UK. Um, Exotic. They've had headlines set at Ice Breaker Festival in Portsmouth. A live performance on BBC Radio Kent. Um, and, oh, that, that looks good. A debut single, Mystery Woman, receiving some airtime on the Chris Moyle Show, Ooh. Radio X. Wow. I would like, this to, morning, like to retract my earlier statements about Radio X being shot. Can't wait to see the pretty visitors <laughs> at Neighbourhood Weekender. <laughs> Is that okay? Um, <laughs> as with... <laughs> with uh, <laughs> with a lot of bands, um, COVID nineteen has shafted their plans. Like Paul McCartney. Um, sorry. Like Paul McCartney. It hit, it hit Paul the worst. <laughs> oh, it really did. It hit him. But you know what? It's from fists at this point, COVID, and it's beautiful macher. Um, they've been played on various radio stations. Um, there's a lot of stuff that is included in this press release, which I'm going to skim over. Come on, uh, if I haven't mentioned, the track is Western Skies, and let's just go through what they've got to say about it. So, the song developed from a place of frustration and helplessness in small towns where we live, which for a lot of newer bands, escapism is always a big thing to write about, I think. It's always an easy thing because you're always stuck in somewhere you don't want to be yeah. half the time, um, looking for a way out. Big up, real and um, Exactly. <laughs> um, Connor, uh, one of the members, had an eventful day and felt like he was walking oh. around in something like the Village Green Preservation Society um, and felt the need to write about small town life, which I'm going to say... He does a very good does job a good of. Job. Yeah, good snapshot. The so. lyrics in this song are very good. I've used the word poignant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very good word. That was a very Thank good you. word. DJ word. That's a good one. You've had the synonyms <laughs> out this week. That's a radio DJ word. Um, I kind of had to uh, look at how to spell that. Um, <laughs> I really like the uh, it's a good spell the word. vocals on this, uh, with along with the harmonies in the chorus is um they're very strong throughout uh if you like your indie music you're gonna you're gonna like this mm. um they've made comparisons to oasis i believe in this um which i can kind of see mm. Chorus, um, yeah um but yeah well, guys what did you think please it takes right me now. back to a a time the bands that we always talk about that we feel like they you know mid noughties and they come back and they come back with the same style those bands you know you mm. know what I'm talking about mid noughties band it takes me back to that time and it's not a bad thing because I'd like for that to have to come back in a way that would be pretty cool to hear that kind of music back around again um, and for those bands to have not all turn shit so it's nice to hear a modern version of that good time if that makes sense Um as you said, lyrically, it's very, it's very good lyrically. Thought is the mm. the chorus was interesting in compa- comparison to the verses. Um, kind mm. of a straightforward chorus, if that makes sense. Um, start, I think it starts with the chorus. If I'm right, saying sounds. That. Yep, it does. Um, yeah. and then yeah, the verses are very well written, and the way they're delivered are very good as well. It's a very good song. Yes, definitely it is. 
the, the juxtaposition, there's the word, <laughs> of um, the verse to the chorus is, is sort of like you say, the chorus is very sim- simplistic. I, I think that's where the Oasis comparison is hmm. more drawn in, perhaps. Uh, but yeah, but then the verse, because it's it's not, it's the opposite of that, um, very descriptive, is, is very good. Uh, worth mentioning, because you'll know some of these bands, this was recorded at East Coat Studios in London. Uh, one of our favourite artists, Youngblood, <laughs> uh, recorded there. The Snuts, Mumford and Sons, Mark Ronson, Rita Ora, of all people, Naughty Naughty, oh, shouldn't be going out naughty. and having parties, and Scepter, who, as we all know, can't be cancelled. Um, <laughs> Rita so, Ora can't know. She's been kicked off the mass Singer. Naughty. Has wow. she actually? Yeah. Uh, OT Mabute. Well, I'll be continuing not to watch that. Yeah, same. Not, not um, before you wrap it up, before you wrap it up, Jan, I'm I'd not. like to talk about it, please. Oh, please. Um, I wasn't going please. to wrap it up, but please, if you <laughs> no. want to make that assumption. If you have to join in, Callum, go on. Um, well, to be honest, I don't really need to because I mirror all your thoughts. But um, yeah, I like the way how it mixes up being a straight-up indie banger with mm. well-crafted elements entwined. Like, mm. I think the way you were trying to say about it being... Um, mid noughties vibe. Mm. I get that, but I also think it kind of incorporates styles a bit like Yard Act, kind of in the vocal delivery. Yeah, I get that. Which yep. is quite. It, it's a nice amalgamation. And it, mm. I don't know. It felt it felt fresh to me. It did. With that, with, with, I don't know. Fresh but familiar. Yeah, yes. exactly. It's bringing those old styles and bring it with modern elements. Really like when Liam has a shave. Fresh exactly. but familiar. <laughs> some of the some of the the rhyming was really good uh, when they rhymed empty with erected. Although those words don't rhyme at all, it worked really well. And I just like the word. Uh, see, like to, like to see the word erected. It does like the word erected. You know? yeah. It's it's good to see some erection uh, within song lyrics. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so yeah. I think you've heard enough from us whittering on about the song. Uh, we've heard enough from you, Liam. That's what I'm trying to stop. Um, that was The Pretty Visitors with the uh, song Western Skies. It's not been played. I don't know why I'm speaking as if we could play it. Um, but <laughs> as of the time of this being out, like we said, it'll be out Friday yeah. on all the sources. Yeah. Um, HP, Pines, um, Apple Music, Spotify. Just go listen to them and listen to their other stuff, but we have not, so we cannot tell no. you what that might sound like. But maybe go and pre pre save it, have it ready yeah. for, for Friday. I think it's worth if it. You do, yeah, if you do on. go and listen to them and you like it, it, tell them we sent you. Yes, do that. So yeah, that's that section. Now, Liam, get your arm get out. That arm out <sighs> every week. I'm in so much get pain. Out. <laughs> so much pain. Um, the needle, we're under it. Ah. And that is it for Under the Needle. Yeah. Again, there is nothing. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I did get a record Marvin. this week. Why have you not put it on Notion, you slacker? <laughs> what are you going to call him a slacker? <laughs> 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 you slacker. I actually got it last week, and I've just had you all off this week. Oh, you've had our pants week, right sorry. down. Can you tell us what it is, mate? Is it the Yard Act one? Are we still recording? Yes. Is this thing still on? 
no, <laughs> the Yard Act one, I'm, again, uh, delivery is doing me over a bit this week. Uh, I'm still waiting on one thing to arrive, so I'm going to cover those hopefully next week. If it's any longer, then I will be upset. But I did get this week, or last week, maybe it should have been last week, who knows. Cheek Faces album, emphatically no. A nice tri-colour, primary colour vinyl. Um, all grey. It's all grey. Three different shades mm. of grey. Um, we I covered nice. it on episode, I'm going to say four. Let's say four, why not? Episode four of this podcast. Um, and I will, uh, there'll be a video up, I guess. Just decided, well, just decided now. No, we because might as well. I think we, all, we teased you last week and I'm very sorry. Very but Liam didn't want to dance. I know. I yeah. Hate him. Hate Liam. Well, this is what I've realised. that I probably should have just talked about this album last week. Um, but I think I was saving it for the other records to do them all at once. But they don't need to be all at once. So I'm going to do Cheek Face this week. I'll talk. I'll show you Cheek Face this week. Well, how shall I do my thing or not? No. Shall I not mention our You're thing? not invited. Liam, I'm not asking you. If, 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 if a video is happening anyway, you can do. I will have a record next week if you want to wait till that, but I don't really see the point in doing well, it. Well, if Liam's going to do a video, then yeah. I might as well do one to keep everyone busy this week. Yeah, since you missed out. I I don't know why I'm getting it out to show you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, <laughs> are you plugging your own uh, shit now? Yep. Well, this no is why... I've not signed off on this. Cal, please. I've not signed off. Liam, 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 you're drawing a lot more attention to it than what there Go needs on. to be. Um... Man and Cal's band Bluff. Um, we've released a cassette of our songs exposed. It's our most played ones. We thought, why not? Um, on a purple cassette, which you'll all see on the video. Um, which I'll go into more detail on that. But that's all that needs to be said on that. We felt a bit awkward about plugging it because it is our own thing. However, we said we'd stray away from that. If you but... do want to buy it, the link will be in the description. <laughs> you should, yes. the YouTube should have video. sent me mine by now. And I haven't paid for, but you should send it to me, and then I could do it, well, and then it's not as bad. Well, you know what? Pay for it. Exchange then... for some money. <laughs> I will. Um. Hey. That's a good point. Good point, well made. I can't wait to get my uh, issue 20 of 20 of that cassette, which I am. Are you getting 420? No, it's not against 420. Someone's, thought... someone's already hot 420. Uh, yeah, I thought 420 was pretty funny um, because, you know, <laughs> smoke weed every day. And all that, um, but um, at the same oh, time, I thought twenty twenty is pretty cool. It signifies a big year in the world, and also it's it does. It's the last and it one. Also signifies the end of Liam talking. It does. We're wrapping this week's podcast up with an announcement about next week's album spotlight, which Kings of Leon. When you see yourself, come so on! You'll be very upset. I can't wait to be disappointed. Yeah, I think we're all sort of at a neutral yeah. level of expectation for Pretty this. Neutral. Although I did message you guys during the week to say 100,000 people has been my jam this week, but um, mm. the rest of them still uh, meh to yeah. me. Um, so yeah, who knows? We will by yeah. next week. We've all um, we've all decided we're going to judge it as a single entity and not based on previous albums. Have we? Have we? Yes, we are. <laughs> we are doing that. Will be possible. <laughs> we are doing. Uh, yeah, that. I, don't, no, I think that's part I of. I think we need to. Things. Nah. We, yeah, we've got to bear that in mind. Um, but yes, so that will be it. If you get the chance, listen to it as well, so you can form your own opinion. Because 
although we like to think we are the be all and end all of your opinions, we realise that we're not. Um, Liam might not realise that, but no, I am. Sorry, Annie, I thought you were just talking about you and Callum. Uh, no, I am. See, I am. you should prove the point. Yeah. Uh, you can find us in Liverpool because that's where me and Liam live <laughs> and in Chester for Cal uh, his address is no uh, on Instagram and Facebook at Fools on the Hill podcast yep. Twitter is at Fools on the Hill pod YouTube Fools on the Hill we're number one there you, you know, we're number one on YouTube like and subscribe ding that dong um, and I've had a fun time Cal's had a fun time Liam who knows who knows Liam's just happy week. to have some company Tune in next week to find out if I had a good time. Um, Tune in. And there is a monthly playlist for February. is out now. A lot of bangers on there. All our favourite songs of February, including... Yanni, what was included? I have no idea. What's it including? No idea. You've said it every week. This is the right week to say it. I I don't know. Um, (laughs) It's including (laughs) our hits from (laughs) Valentine's Day. A phone in the middle there as well. Because okay. it was the middle of the month, uh, interestingly enough, the 14th day. And on that hey! note, on that I've just note, got um, oh, I've just got a little thing to say. Um, you steal the mine. Yeah, well, because you were slacking and you haven't done your job. You could have could have shared, but go on. Beverly Hills. That's where I want to. You want to what? Thank you, everybody, for listening. On that note, we're going to close this 14th instalment of the Falls and Hell podcast. We love you all, but not you. (laughs) See you next week. To be fair to him, he does piss heavily. <laughs> you excited for the KSI and Youngblood song? I'd rather stab my own ears. <laughs>